Iconic Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Anthony, offering you experiential soul medicine through yogic philosophy and practices and intuitive arts that help get you closer to your bliss tonic. Welcome to the Bliss Tonic Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I would love to get started with a a couple centering breaths. We have a huge topic that we're going to cover today. So I just want to ground ourselves um, into our own energy and you know, into this place where you're able to take what serves you and and feel in to what resonates with you as truth and get rid of the rest. Nothing of what I say today is something that you have to believe. Uh, it's all just putting out there laws of the universe and what I and many others believe. So we'll just take three deep breaths in the nose, out the mouth relaxing the physical body and then take a moment to relax any effort in the physical body and tune into your energy today Tune into where you're at as you come to this podcast. How is it that you're feeling physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually today? You have the option of closing the eyes to help you move into this inner space of reflection And then we'll take one more breath in and out. Welcome. We've arrived into a new state. So today I'm going to talk about the elephant in the manifestation room. What does this mean? This is something that, you know, I'm a part of what, is often seen as two separate communities, right? We have the manifestation community, the spiritual community, and then we have this other community that is more so advocating for mental health, for victims of trauma and other uh, life circumstances completely out of that person's control. And what I see is we have so much debate around people being a victim. And this is a huge topic that I just felt really called and inspired to touch on today. Um, Again, take what serves you and leave what doesn't. Nothing that I say you need to believe. Just see how it feels for you. Okay, so we know the law of attraction, right? We know that 
what I think is so cheesy, like your vibe attracts your reality, but that's the freaking truth. Is it's one of the 12 laws of the universe is the law of attraction that we call in experiences of a like vibration to what we are personally vibrating at. And so this means that our inner reality is reflected to us on the outside. Where this gets tricky is in situations of abuse or trauma where we then, only using the law of attraction, have the ability to point the finger at the victim and say, hey, you created this. You just weren't positive enough, right? And this is hugely problematic, okay? And I'm going to touch on why it's problematic. What is a different perspective we can take to look at it still from this spiritual perspective and kind of where this is leading us. Okay, so just because you were victimized by somebody, it does not mean that it was your fault. It does not mean that you attracted that from your vibration. Here's one thing that is massively missing when we're talking about law of attraction is that, first of all, it's only one of the 12 laws of the universe. There are a lot of other laws governing the way we interact with the world. So that's one. Number two, I believe that we have within this context of our spiritual understanding of how we're here, why we're here on planet earth, and what we have prepared for ourselves, what we can prepare for ourselves going into this life. So it's in my belief that before we enter into this physical reality, we sit down and plan elements of what it is we would like to learn in this embodiment, in this specific unique embodiment. What are the lessons that we want to learn? And in doing so, we create what's called soul contracts. And this is the contracts of the certain lessons that will either give us the opportunity to grow and learn and experience unique, (laughs) unique, whether positive or negative situations that put us in a place of discomfort for our own spiritual growth and evolution. Okay, so that is a really important piece is that we plan a lot of really important pieces of our life that we think are going to serve our soul's evolution. And everything in between is where we have free will. So here's another way to think about it. Okay, what do I have control over and what do I not have control over? And so your law of attraction is what you have control over, okay? Do you have control over what other people do? Absolutely not. That would (laughs) invade on their free will. Perhaps these experiences that we have with other people where we are left traumatized is something that we have decided 
from an, from before this embodiment, from before this lifetime, that we needed that for our soul's evolution. Does it mean you deserve it? No. Does it mean that it's right? No. Does it mean that you aren't a victim? Does it mean that you attracted it? No. That is not your mindset. It's not something that you, with your mind, have control over. So I think that is really important to say that just, this is, I don't know why this phrase comes to mind, but it's, why do we need to throw out the whole baby with the bathwater, <laughs> right? I don't even know why that's a phrase, like, you. Um <laughs> But why do we then take, oh, well, law of attraction says that victims manifested these abusive situations because they weren't positive enough. Like, that is not true. And it is problematic. But why do we then need to throw out the law of attraction, throw out, you know, spirituality, right? I think that it is something that we can do a lot better at starting to expand our um, our perspective a little bit more. Like we don't have to have all the answers. I don't have all the answers. That's for goddamn sure. I have very little answers. The more I know, the less I know. That is what I know to be true. So what do we have control over in a situation where we are victimized? Well, we have control over... Are we going to remain in this role of victim or are we using the situation for our soul's growth? And here's another place where there can be a problematic approach, right? Spiritual bypassing is to say, hey, well, can't you just see the silver lining? Like this terrible experience that happened to you was actually for your soul's growth. Like it's not up to you, me, or anyone to tell anyone else this information. I'm only here to share this elephant in the room because it's something that's been on my mind. And I know I'm not the only one who engages with these topics of just like self-inquiry of why did we choose? Why did we choose these things, right? And, and did we choose them? And I feel personally, again, take it or leave it, that some of the bigger life lessons we chose before we entered into embodiment, right? Not something we attracted from this mindset, from this embodiment. Okay, so what do we have control over? We have the control over our own mindset surrounding the victimization or whatever traumatic situations happen to us, we don't have control over whether or not they happened, right? We have control over our response. And a lot of times these traumatic experiences, especially if they happen at a young age, really change our response mechanisms. And so truly, this is where things get really tricky and complicated and where there is a lot, honestly, of victim blaming going on in the spiritual community. And it's just something that I don't agree with. Okay, so again, we have our choice over our mindset and that's pretty much it. 
However, we can subtly manipulate the outside world. Another one of the laws of the universe is saying that what we vibrate from within, what we are from within, we create without. As above, so below. As within, so without. And this is something that yogic, tantric yogis for thousands of years ago have known this universal law and have come to learn so much about the universe as a whole by studying the human body, mind, and spirit. Okay. So what I want to say is we can't tell people to just get over it. That's not how it works in this human embodiment. And honestly, it's not helpful to anybody to have a traumatic experience and somebody says, hey, but you know, what are you going to do? Are you going to be the victim here? Like, it's something that every person needs to come to on their own. And that's why I'm making this episode, which potentially is, am I getting everything right? Probably not. Am I, you know, putting myself out there for potential scrutiny? Maybe, but I'm putting this out there to just offer a different way other than like all or nothing, right? Another perspective. Okay, so we cannot tell anyone, hey, get over it. Can't you just see the silver lining? That's something that they need to come to on their own. And as spiritual people, as leaders, as healers, as um, intuitives, whatever, whatever we identify as, our role is not to tell people how or when to process their own traumas. That's not our job. We can offer solutions, absolutely. We can, um, we can lead by um, example, but it's really not our place to tell people to get over things already, <laughs> right? I, would, I think that would just like send people backwards so much more and create so much tension and resentment between people that it's just not helpful. Okay, so did you call in those traumatic experiences for a lesson? Maybe, and honestly, I feel like most likely. But again, this is the number one thing I want you all to take from this. Like, only apply this to you, please. Do not project this onto anybody else unless you're just kind of blankly sharing. I think maybe there's... I don't even I don't even want to say that there's certain instances where you may share this with somebody, right? But like honestly, everything is individual. I cannot make any blanket statements, but as a sort of blanket statement, right? Cuz it always depends. Is a sort of blanket statement like just only put this onto yourself, please, and ask yourself if this feels true for you. So, that's the one thing if you take anything from this video is I'm not pushing this on you. Please don't push it on anybody else, especially when people who are processing their own traumas in whatever phase they're in right now. It's not up to us. Okay. So manifestation tells us we create our reality, but also there's karma. And this is a huge piece of these soul contracts that I'm talking about is we have no idea 
unless we've spent time in our Akashic records or have memories from past lives, we just really have no idea about uh, the collection of our own karma, which is just action. There really isn't good karma, bad karma. It is just action, reaction, or consequence, and that's it. And so with this karma, we're working towards balance, but not in the way that, you know, we only, <laughs> this is not, we're not here to experience balance, okay? And I, I say this a lot, um, and I just did a whole <laughs> in the face, Facebook group community, the Blastonic Seekers. If you're not there, go check it out. But I just did a video um, about the chakras and how they're not really open or closed. And this idea of having a perfectly balanced chakra system is not necessarily um, serving us in this human embodiment because we're not in, always in this place of even keel balance. We have an ego. We have reactions. We have things that we engage with in the world that require certain parts of us more than others. So there's other people, right? We cannot control other people. So karma, I think, is too when we have soul contracts that fits into this element of karma. Okay. And then we have systems of oppression, this one is huge, right? So all people of color out there did not attract this system. This ha They have become embodied in a system that oppresses them. And that's just a fucking fact. I'm not willing to debate that with anybody. We have systems of oppression that, depending on where you live in the world, you know, obviously there are varying levels of systems of oppression, but they're always out there. That's just the nature of humanity is we do that kind of shit for whatever reason. I don't get it, but, you know, hopefully things will start changing here soon. Um, but all we can do is, again, focus on ourselves. What can we do to elevate this world, to perhaps make a difference in these systems of oppression so that future incarnations of these oppressed people just don't receive that uneven playing field as much. This is the legacy that we leave behind, is the imprint that we make in the world as a whole for the next generation of embodied souls. And that's the goal for me personally is what is the legacy I leave behind? Do I leave the world a better place? And hopefully a place that is, I don't want to say safer, right? But um, a, a safer space, right? Not necessarily can we eliminate all things that um, threaten our safety? No, I mean, and again, that's just a part of our human embodiment is we have all of these varying experiences. There are infinite possibilities of how our life can unfold. And when we're, uh, before we're born, when we're sitting and preparing and deciding what lessons our soul needs for our own growth, we can't plan everything. There is absolutely no way. There's so many other um 
potentialities that connect with our own and that there are infinite possibilities of the way things can go. There's infinite possibilities of how we react to those certain contracts, right? It can send us this way or it can send us that way. And so really that's up to us. That's all we have control over is us. And if we leave the world behind us a better place, that to me is a life well lived. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) This is a lot, right? This is a lot of really important things to talk about, especially as I start sharing more techniques and practices of manifestation. This is just the elephant in the room is that Uh, We and me, I'm not trying to tell anybody that they attracted negative situations because I just don't think that's true at all. So having said all of that, what do you think? Share with me. I'm open to other perspectives. Again, please just take what sits right with you. Leave the rest. And I I hope that this serves you and helps you kind of either open up to this perspective if you're just a law of attraction person, right? And kind of in that mentality, can you open the perspective a little bit broader? And if you're maybe kind of this advocate for victims and kind of see the really negative um problematic things with law of attraction in regards to being a victim and victimization of other people like can you see the all of these perspectives fitting so this is just what fits for me and helps me engage with the world controlling what I can control surrendering what I cannot and you know that's truly just what helps me um, feel best about the world that I'm living in right now. So again, I'm just going to remind you one more time. The most important thing that I want you to get from this podcast is that this is only for you. That this information or this self-inquiry, this is only for you. This is not for you to project onto other people, to tell them to move on, to tell them to change their mindset. Like that is that can be so toxic and problematic and create so much resentment. So please just take that in, let that sink in, let that soak in. We're all just doing the best we can, okay? We're all growing and I hope that everybody who listens to this or watches it, the video on YouTube, you know, has an opportunity to sit with this and really think about, you know, does this feel right for me and my belief system? Wow, (laughs) that was a doozy. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. Huge thank you to Kyle Piper, the editor and producer of this lovely podcast here. And again, I mentioned the private Facebook community group, but I cannot tell you enough just how much value is in this place. I go live with different topics every week, share conversation starters every single Monday to build community 
And it's a place where you can share, you can ask questions, you can put stuff out into the community and share your expertise as well. I also post really special guided meditations. And this week I'm actually putting in the Facebook group some hip hypnotic affirmations uh, to help get into your subconscious mind. The subconscious mind likes repetition. And this is why affirmations don't always work because we're repeating them from the conscious mind without first getting into a space where we have access to the subconscious by activating different brain waves. Okay, so head to that Facebook group. There's so much going on in there. And thank you so much for listening. And I hope you have a lovely, intentional day.